Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Strange Talk with Doc. I hope that everything is going good with you, and I hope that everything is going good with yours. The topic of today, before we move on to anything else, is I am good with myself. God created me this way. And I'm going to get into why I feel this way, why you should feel this way, why this strength in feeling exactly this way. Okay, first of all, it's a mindset, right? You have to be good with your own idiosyncrasies, your physical shortcomings. Uh, We all might have something that's a little off with us. We might have a lazy eye. We might have a limp. We might have been born with a stammer or a stutter. We do not control our DNA. We did not control the two people who put us together to make us come onto this planet. And whatever their frailties or strengths may be. We had nothing to do with that. That was in the hands of the creator. The creator put those two people together on that day and that time and allowed that mix of DNA, cells, family genes, illnesses, strengths and weakness to form you. So your heart has to tell you that these things, no matter what they may be, you might be short, you might be bald, you might have a lazy eye. None of this should matter to you. You have to come to the realization that inside your weaknesses, you must find strength. Okay? Your life should be based upon some form of faith that things are as they are for a reason. And that nobody can steal your joy. It is a choice to be happy. If you have anger about something that is physically ailing you or physically formed in you, You got to work your way through it. You got to find the strength. Don't look at just what holds you down. Look at what can lift you up and look at what can lift you out. Never be one of those why me people. Why me people are weak. Why me people are people who are looking for excuses outside of themselves. I did a show on why me. Why me? Why not you? You have the strength within you to maintain whatever has been placed upon your shoulders. So that's why you, that is exactly why you, it was not meant for anybody else. It was meant directly for you. You can be a guiding light to somebody else who is going through something by showing them an ability to overcome. This is the chance to show the world that you can overcome something. I was not born to be the tallest of men. But I have a presence that one of the last things that you notice about me when I'm in a room is look at that short guy over there. That's the last of the things that I'm going to let you remember about me. Because that is not all I am. That does not make up the 
some of my parts, my height, or my lack thereof height. Either way you look at it. So what? I will never be able to dunk a basketball, but that does not mean that I can't be the strongest person in the room mentally, physically, and emotionally. My height has nothing to do with it. Did it make me unappealing to some people? Yes. Did it make me appealing to other people? Sure. It fit in with the way I was. I was formed to be perfectly this way. I'm one of the shortest people in my entire family. But that doesn't mean anything. So what I stood in the front of the line most times when I was in school meant nothing. And you can't let the things that you think should hold you down mean anything. So what? You have to have the mentality to have some so what? You know, you have to be an example of self-esteem at all times. Like I said, I don't care if you're tall, fat, skinny, light, dark. These are things, these are just things. They don't make who you are. They don't tell who your heart is. They don't tell who your soul is. They don't tell what your determination is. They don't tell what your intelligence are. These are just things that people look at from the outside and try to judge you from the inside. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. You have free will. And hopefully in these things called free will, you have faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of those is love. You must remember that there's no fear in love. Love drives out fear. Love has nothing to do with punishment. You can change your weaknesses. Delight in your weakness. Delight in people insulting you. Delight in your hardships, your persecutions, and your difficulties. Because those are the things that will make you strong. When you're at your weakest moment, remember some strengths that drove you through situations. It could have been schools busting your butt and you couldn't seem to get that GPA up. But you bared down. You studied hard. You cut some things out of your life that you needed to cut out. And you succeeded. And, and this is just the way it goes. I hope that I'm not preaching to you. I hope that I'm not telling you anything that is harmful to your spirit. But somebody here who's listening to me needs to know that you should be good with yourself, that God created you just as you are, and that the weaknesses that you see are actually strengths waiting to come out that can touch other people's lives. Part of who we are is to be able to touch other people's lives. You know that? You have to think about it this way. But when I was weak, then I became strong. Strength. Strength is within you. Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid. Be not discouraged. Your shortcomings. You know, we must learn to forgive so that we can forgive. Be forgiven also. Also. And the reason that we need to forgive, we have to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive ourselves of having these shortcomings, these things that we perceive as being weaknesses, these things that we blame our parents for placing upon us. You know what? They didn't have control of their DNA either. They didn't have control of family members being their family either. So as you forgive yourself, Forgive them also because they did not place themselves in the positions that they're in. Sure, everybody would have liked to come from richer. Sure, everybody would have liked to come from smarter. 
But there is no perfect family to come from. You came from where you came from. You got the DNA. You got the genes. You got the upbringing, upbringing that was meant for you. Sure, for some people, it's going to be a lot more difficult than other people. Some people have what they call, quote, unquote, the silver spoon. And some people have no damn spoon, not even a plastic spoon at all. And you might have came from the not plastic spoon. You might have came from the government cheese, but that don't mean that you can't be something, that you can't be somebody else. And then when you learn, when you learn to truly say to yourself, I am good with myself because God created me that way, praise should never come from your lips. Do not deceive yourself. You are nothing. Still, at the end of the day, you are going to be nothing in the grand scheme of life. Praise should come from another's lips, not your own mouth. See, a stranger's lips can boast of your achievements. But when you boast of your achievements, when you boast of the things that you've accomplished, you've already forgot your purpose. You've already forgot that you are nothing but you are used as a vehicle to help others. And that's how you become something. When others tell you that you are something, you do not deny them. You do not tell them, no, I am nothing. You say to yourself, I am nothing. This way you do not get, you don't build yourself up. You remain humble. I don't care if I help one person or I help a thousand people. I know it is not me. It is the spirit that it was in me that helps me to do anything that I do. So I don't take credit for that. We should not envy one another. Just because somebody has something you want physically, emotionally, you should not envy them. Don't be boastful about your accomplishments. We shouldn't even be challenging one another. We should be praising one another if we see something that's fit to be praised within that uh, individual. So don't go about life saying, this person's prettier. This person's in better shape. You know what? You can get better in better shape. And then you might look better. You can dress better, which might make you feel better. You can have a better job if you study and you have the opportunity set up for in front of you. And also, if you're willing to actually work hard to make it come through. See, we a lot of people just want things handed to them. And that's why they so dissatisfied with their standings in life. And that means emotional, physical, and spiritual. But they don't want to put in the work. We have to put in the work. When you start putting in the work, those things that are at surface level, they start to fade away. They start to pass each slowly, each day they pass away from you. They become less and less important. And the things that become more and more important aren't even seen by the naked eye. No human can see them because they lie within. The real character of you lies within. It is not how wavy your hair is. It's not how juicy your ass is. It is not how big your penis is. Those are just things, but they don't measure the real man. They do not measure the real woman. And I hope that this helps somebody. I hope I wasn't convoluted. I hope that I was clear to somebody, at least clear to the person who needed to hear this from me today. And I hope that it helped you because I hope that it helped myself. When I listen back to this, I hope that it helps me also. So we're going to move on to the regular show. New York State Attorney General 
Latitha James Wednesday announced she is suing former President Donald Trump and his three children for fraud, skimming from a long-running civil investigation against the Trump Organization's business dealings. Now, let's hope that this doesn't fall flat on the ground, that this is not just more smoke. I'm hoping that this is a real thing and that if he has done any dastardly things, as he has frauded anybody, like every other citizen of the United States of America, he will have to bear the full weight of getting himself exonerated, that this is just not passed over and that uh, Miss James is not doing this for any kind of publicity. Uh, DOJ is not looking just seem like they're doing something political. Uh, if there is evidence, then let it be brought forth in the court of law and not just in the court of law, but in the court of public opinion so that people can understand what they're dealing with when they deal with Donald Trump and his organizations. Now, Mr. Kanye West makes a statement that he has never read any books. I challenge Mr. Kanye West to tell me how can you never have read a book, but you got through high school, you did some college, and you call yourself a Christian? I think that a Christian of any form, shape, or fashion, not that it's mutually exclusive that you have to be a reader to be a Christian, because there have been many illiterate people who are Christians. Other than him claiming illiteracy, how can Kanye West tell me that he knows what the Bible says from Genesis to, Reve uh, to Revelations. How could he base his faith? How could he base his school upon teachings that he himself has never read unless he's had somebody read it to him? And more than likely, we comprehend better when we read than when we're read to. I just think that to be a fact. I could be wrong. And maybe in your life, being read to, you comprehend better than reading. I comprehend better when I have the written word in front of me than I would any time I have an audio book. Audio book, I can drift off. I won't pay attention. But something about that word on that page makes my eye, my brain, and my mind all come together to focus. And I look deeper into the subject that I'm reading about. But I think that's a stupid statement. And anybody who would make this statement statement that they have never read any books should keep that to themselves how are you trying to influence young minds by telling them that reading is a bad thing reading is a wonderful thing reading takes you out of your mindset reading gives you fantasy reading paints pictures reading is art there's no form of art that's not illegal that is bad all forms of art have some value and a book is valuable i mean think about it most movies we meet watch came from books so why not read so robert salva who is the owner of the phoenix suns and the wnba mercury he's actually announced that he's selling both teams i'm wondering if he's going to have a change of heart down the line i i don't know how to feel about this until his name is on the dotted line with a new purchaser of these two organizations i'm not going to actually believe him but at least, and one thing I will say that I do not like about this is that he is claiming that he wanted to stay on and he was hoping that the general public 
would accept his apology. But because we're in a woke climate, see, that's cold word. Because the woke climate won't forgive me, I am now forced to sell my possessions. No, if that's the case and you really felt that to your heart, then you would fight. I mean, don't blame others for your lack of uh, being truly apologetic, for your lack of really wanting to be forgiven by being honest to the people that you want forgiveness for. People will still forgive you in this day and time. There is no woke age that says forgiveness is off the table. That's just a lie. So the Boston Celtics suspended their coach, Ime Udaka, for the whole 2023 season for violation of team policies. My only problem with this is they said that this thing came down in July. They took about a month to investigate. Investigate. That would be July to August, not July to September. But Udaka suspiciously is suspended the day after Salva states he's selling his interest in the suns and the mercury just bad timing they could have waited a couple of days they could have waited a week i don't actually understand why they they waited at all if they had this information i say fire him and the reason i say fire him is because he's now under contract he has no promise of coming back for the 23 24 season so you should never stop a person from being able to make funds to feed their family and he's actually being held prisoner to the boston celtics because they have his rights now i don't know if they're going to pay him during the suspension and he doesn't or we don't know at this present time if he'll even be brought back but this will be ongoing news as it goes along so albert pujols is now a member of the 700 home run club and that is some rarefied air people there's only four members which include him Dirty Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth. Four-member club is a pretty exclusive club. I don't care what club that is. Uh, Aaron Judge has now hit 60 home runs, and we're waiting. Everybody's been waiting for about three, four games now for him to hit 61, and hopefully he'll pass 61 and go on to 62. And that makes the Yankees in the American League the top three. You got Roger Maris at 61, Aaron Judge at 60, Babe Ruth at 50, uh, 60 also. So this is a very exclusive club also. Jose Aldo or Jose Aldo, Mixed Martial Arts Hall of Famer, UFC featherweight champion two times, most successful title defense in UFC featherweight history with seven, most consecutive title UFC defenses at featherweight seven, WEC featherweight champions, youngest champion WEC history at 23 years old and 70 days, most consecutive wins in WEC history, eight, has decided to retire. I always enjoyed Jose Aldo, uh, Jose Aldo. He's won, he had 39 matches, 31 wins, eight losses. I'm glad to see him be able to walk away with his faculties. Hopefully over in Brazil or wherever he's located, he could be like their announcer over there. They probably need somebody who could do it in Portuguese. And so I wish him nothing but the very best in his career going forward. UFC was off last week. They returned on the 1st. October the 1st, Mackenzie Dern is taking on 
Wang Li Yang, and Jessica Pena is fighting Tabitha Ricci. Also on that card, you got Randy Brown versus Francisco Trinaldo. So that should be an interesting card. Now, in the NFL, we have Baltimore beat New England 37-26. Lamar Jackson had five touchdowns, four passing, one rushing. This man deserves his flowers. He's an outstanding quarterback. Baltimore bounced back from that devastating defeat last week where they rolled over in the fourth quarter to Miami. But you know what? Matt Jones also suffered a high ankle sprain, so I don't know what New England does from here on out. I think things, I don't know who their backup quarterback is, to tell you the truth, but I don't I don't see a promising bright season for the New England Patriots, even though their defense did look well for a while until Lamar got on track. The Bengals beat the Jets yesterday 27-12. Joe Barrow finished with 23 of 36 for 275 yards and three touchdowns. This is the Joe Barrow that we're used to seeing. The Lions beat, no, the Lions lost to the Vikings 28-24. K.J. Osborne caught a go-ahead 28-yard touchdown from Kirk Cousins with 45 seconds remaining. And the Vikings naturally came back to beat the Detroit Lions. I mean, the Vikings came back to beat the Detroit Lions. The Lions have got to find a way to close out games. Amon Ross St. Brown looks good. Their running back Williams looks good. Golf, for the most part, looks good. But them closing out games, I don't think they should be actually two and one. They should be actually, I mean, one and two. They should be actually two and one at this present point in time. We'll see. In a very hard-fought game, Miami Dolphins beat the Buffalo Bills 21-19. The heat was a huge factor. Diggs seemed to be wasted towards the end of this game. There was some clock management issues in this game. Neither offenses was on point, but the defense was bringing it. This was almost a playoff-type atmosphere game. So even though the score was only 21-19, it was a very good game. The Colts beat the Chiefs in an upset at home, 20-17. to 17. Matt Ryan led a drive at the end of the game uh, to give the Colts their first win of this season. Uh, Casey did not look on point. The Colts looked horrible for the, most of the first half, but there wasn't a lot of scoring. Yesterday was kind of weird when it came to scoring in the NFL. But, you know, congratulations to the Colts for not giving up on the season. And Matt Rowland Bryant really needed this. The Houston Texans lost to Chicago Bears 23-20. to Khalil Herbert ran for a career-high 157 yards and two touchdowns. And Raekwon Smith had an interception that set up the game-winning field goal. The Titans beat the Raiders 24-22, the winless Raiders. And the Titans never trailed in this game. I don't know what the issue is with the Raiders. They're 0-3, and uh, right now they're in last place in the AFC West. I didn't expect this out of them. I expected more offense, but they don't seem to be on the same page with Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels doesn't seem to be on the page, same page with Mark Davis. They got some issues they have to work out. The Panthers beat the Saints 22-14 to snap a nine-game losing streak. A nine-game losing streak. So Baker Mayfield has his first victory in Carolina. 
uh, Jameis Winston had a lot of garbage yards. Don't look at the stat sheets and think he had a good game because he did not. 22-14. The Saints offense is just not clicking. The defense is still pretty good. There was a lot of mistakes made by both teams. But the Panthers, I mean, think about it. Nine games they have lost in a row. They were desperate. The L.A. Chargers lost 10-38 to to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are a better team than we thought they were to start the season. The Jaguars are now 2-1. Trevor Lawrence is starting to develop. He threw for 262 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Justin Herbert was dealing with injury. Matter of fact, they had quite a few people hurt. Joey Bulza, as usual, had some kind of injury. I don't know what the charges are. I think the charges are too overrated to begin with. I think Herbert is under overrated. He has yet to win a playoff game. I don't even know if he's made the playoff. I think this team is way overrated, and people need to pump the brakes on the charges. And today prove something. Why are we giving so much credit to somebody who hasn't proven anything of yet? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who had a short staff, but there's no excuses. This is the NFL, right? They lost 14 to 12 to Green Bay. This was not a particularly good game, but Green Bay did enough just to beat Brady and the Bucs. Rodgers had two touchdowns, one interception. There's not really a lot to say about this game. It was, it was nothing outstanding. The Rams, who continued their dominance over the Arizona Cardinals, won this game 20 to 12. And this is how dominating they have been against the Cards. They've won 11 of the last 12 games, dating all the way back to 2017. And that includes the blowout last year in the playoffs where the Rams beat the Cardinals 34 to 11. The Rams just does enough to beat them. They don't have to blow them out. They just kind of own them. And the Eagles beat Washington 24 to 8. Devontae Smith had eight catches for a career high, 169 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Hurt, who I'm going to have to reevaluate. And right now at the game three, he being with an undefeated team, I have to say that he is the leading MVP candidate. He went 22 of 35 for 340 yards and three touchdown passes. So the Eagles are 3-0 on top of the a, uh, NFC East. They're looking pretty good. Their offensive line looks good. Each week, a different receiver seems to shine. Hertz doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He runs the ball well. The Eagles have everything that you need for a team to be a playoff team, plus they run the ball well. The Atlanta Falcons beat the Seattle Seahawks 27-23. Cordero Patterson more than did his part. He rushed for a career high 141 yards and one touchdown. Uh, this man is a wide receiver. Wide receivers running for 141 yards plus making some catches. I don't know if he had an outstanding uh, reception game, but he did run for 141 yards and a touchdown. So Atlanta got a victory. Seattle is really on a down slope right now. And San Francisco lost to Denver. Not a bait. This is not a baseball game. 11 to 10. There's not much I can say. Russell Wilson is not looking good in Denver. The defense is all right. Garofalo's not looking particularly great in San Francisco. 
there's no way that Denver should be scoring 11 and San Francisco should be scoring 10 points on a Sunday night game. Now, tonight, we got the Dallas Cowboys going into New York to play the Giants. This game's going to be on ESPN and ABC. This is the Monday night football game of the week. Now, next week, Thursday, we got the Dolphins versus Cincinnati. Those are two high-powered offenses. On a short week, I don't think the defense are going to stand a chance. <laughs> Sorry, if you're a betting person, I would definitely bet the over. I don't even know what that would be. And I'm not advising you to get into sports gambling at all. But if it was me, I would bet the over because I'm expecting this to be one of those 38 to 42 games because the defense will not be able to keep up on a short week with these type of receivers and these two quarterbacks. Sunday, we have our first game from London. So those on the East Coast and those on the West Coast, you are going to be seeing football upon waking up in the morning. If you get up anywhere from 5.30 in the morning, 6.30 in the morning on the West Coast to 9.30 in the morning on the East Coast, there is going to be a football game on the NFL channel, Minnesota Vikings versus the New Orleans Saints. We have Cleveland is going into Atlanta this week. We got Washington is heading into Dallas. That should be an interesting game. Either my Cowboys be one and two or they'd be two and one. Hopefully it'd be two and one. And Washington stinks. We got Seattle going into Detroit. I expect Detroit to win this game. I just think they're a better team than Seattle. Now let's go back to that Minnesota New Orleans game. I think Minnesota right now is a better team than New Orleans. So I am actually picking. Minnesota. I'm also taking Cleveland to go into Atlanta and win. We got Tennessee versus the Colts. Uh, the Colts are at home. Colts are all right. I actually am going to pick the Colts over Tennessee. We got the Bears going into the Giants. I like the Bears a little bit in this game. Uh, it depends on what the Giants show tonight. Uh, is Danny Jones going to be decent? If he's a bum, I respect a lot out of him. You got Jacksonville going into Philadelphia. I think Jacksonville bubble gets burst when they go to Philly. We got the Jets going into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is showing absolutely nothing, but the Jets are not showing much more. So I have to take Pittsburgh at home. You got Buffalo against the Ravens. This is an outstanding game. Uh, the Ravens are at home. Their defensive backs don't look that great, but Buffalo is going to want to bounce back. I'm sure they're going to be fighting hard not to lose two in a row, so I'm going to have to go with Buffalo. You got the Chargers going into Houston. If Joe Barrow plays, I'm taking him over to Houston Texan. Arizona is going into Carolina. Arizona has to bounce back or this season is in peril. The Patriots are going to Green Bay. I have to take Green Bay, especially since Matt Jones might be injured. You got the Broncos going into the Raiders. I think the Raiders get their first win of the season at home against Russell Wilson and the Broncos. You got KC going into Tampa. Man, this is another hard one. If the guys for Tampa come back, I think that Tom Brady will be motivated enough to actually give the Chiefs their second loss of the season. And the Monday night game is going to be the Rams versus the 49ers. And then to further notice, the Rams, 49ers have showed me nothing. The Rams seem like they can gut out games with Cooper Cup and that defense. So I'm going to go with the Rams on that. 
Remember, people, be good with yourself. God created you like that. Think about what your weaknesses are, your strengths. Don't beat yourself up about those weaknesses. Don't overexalt yourself about those strengths, and you will be fine. Life will turn out just the way it is. We do not have to self-defeat ourselves at every turn. We can live with who we are if we accept our shortcomings, our frailties, and our faults, and we try to strengthen them. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.